not even three hours into their first day in the bunker, and Ellie, Xander, and Orson have been divided. Ellie stands behind Amias, taking from him a novel sense of security. They stand in a greenhouse, a tall ceiling with a near 50-yard vault. Ellie wonders aloud, What are we trying to grow here? Trees? No, Miss Kaiser. I'd bet against that. If I'm guessing right, it has less to do with the growing space and more to do with what's on the other side of this roof. Huh? As if on cue, the roof begins to open. A glass ceiling above. The bunker's one source of sunlight. Eventually. Is that... Mm-hmm. Those are very strange clouds. Black Rain is an American Pantheon production. It is produced by Scott McKinney, Scott Lucas, and Chadwick Harmon. The show is edited and designed by Scott Lucas. Starring Anna Telfer, Darius Marquise Johnson, Jeffrey Larson, and featuring Jim Meskimen. Co-starring Alice Bang, Jessica Buda, Joseph Rood, and Julia Donnell. With additional performances by Kevin Holloway Harris. Episode 3, To Kill with a Borrowed Sword. Two-track five kids? Mm-hmm. You know their names? I do. What are they? Yeah, they wouldn't want me to divulge that. We have to bargain for it. Tell me, Orson. Why do I get the impression the three of you are hiding from me? Because we have the impression that you're, I don't know, looking for us? And don't tell me I'm wrong. Here we are, after all. You know, we spent the last five years having every millisecond of our lives planned out, and, you know, if we're every bit as smart as you assholes think we are, then we'd be smart enough to know that self-authority is a pretty penny in the apocalypse. And, if you'll allow a mixed metaphor, you gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. I'll interrupt you there, because no frankly, you're pissing away. me off. No when to run. The names of your friends, Mr. Wilder. Hmm. All right. You want to play coy? Yeah. I'll play back. The government has a lease on you track kids. You work for me and you know it. I don't need the names of your friends because I can interview every child in this bunker. And if you think I can't tell a risk-taking, calculating little shit apart from his dumb-as-rocks counterparts, then maybe you need to reassess your own ego. Sure. But you were too busy stroking your own to realize that you were peacocking to a 16-year-old. You have no idea what the hell you're doing, and you don't think I know that. Hot tip. I do. Ellie Kaiser and Xander Stillman. Now you're telling me? I like the idea that you owe me a favor. How about I not tell your friends you told me about them? Are you an idiot? They'll know it was me. You know what? Tell them. In the container over there, Ellie, there's rootstocks. Will you bring me a bundle? Rootstocks? Yes. It's the bottom half of the plant. 
Okay. I'm gonna ask, why do we have a crate filled with plant halves? What do you know about agriculture? Nothing. It's not my... Uh, my parents work for the EA. Oh. Would you mind reading what's on the side of the crate? Okay. It's, uh... Emergency administration. <laughs> so that's not really a good excuse, is it? <laughs> Are you going to lecture me or give me an answer? Hand me the bundle. Every seed has a dream, Ellie. You may not know it, and it may sound ridiculous, but every single seed only wants one thing. They want to see the sun. Now, seeing the sun means being buried and drowned. Really, seeing the sun means death. Over there. Grab that seedling. This one? Whichever. Here you go. What are your thoughts on plants growing underground? Um, probably no good, yeah? <laughs> Correct. These seeds are special. Designed by the EA to grow underground. The only catch is they have to be attached to something fully grown. Odd to think that one seed had to give up its dream so another could have a chance. But that's not so different than how life works for everything. Few things are strong alone, Ellie. I'm not an idiot, Amias. Seeds don't dream. You're right. It's a silly story. But now you know why we have half a plant. What's that? Just, uh... Hey, don't look! Dear Mr. Alexander and Mrs. Diana Stillman, your son Xander is alive. If you're alive, please respond. You're not going to say anything? <sighs> Why won't this work? We're not getting anything as complicated as a paragraph out until the radiation clears. I thought you were smart. Just because I'm smart doesn't mean that I know everything. I'm still 15. It's like this. If you think of all radiation like water, then the bomb's radiation is an iceberg and our radios are the tap. I don't care how strong your water pressure is, you're not cutting through an iceberg. So how long until I can get a single through? Depends on how close we are to ground zero. Before they close the door, I saw a mushroom cloud. Then odds are we're pretty damn close. I wouldn't bet on transmitting anything substantial for a while. <sighs> There's a chance we can get a simple signal out. But, you know, we won't know for a while yet. Just be patient. Okay. I just can't stop thinking about my parents worrying about if I'm alive or not. Do you know what bunker they would be in? Fletcher. It's eight miles away. That's close. Hmm. Not close enough. Excuse me. I'm looking for a Xander Stillman. Orson? You idiot! Chip no more than a centimeter wide, an incision half an inch across the forearm and a quarter of an inch deep. It might sound trivial, but even with anesthetics. Little sting. That's it. Little sting? 
Are you out of your mind? Why are you chipping me? Everyone's getting chipped down here, Mr. Wilder. Don't scratch at it and give it a day, and you won't even know it's there. Yeah. Orson leaves the medical bay, where a line's queued up. It's odd how quiet it is. Someone should be talking. Leave it to Orson to lead the way. Don't worry, folks. It just hurts like hell. Hey, if you think a scalpel digging in your skin is bad, just wait until that asshat doctor shoves an M&M in your arm. Orson finds himself alone. He often finds himself alone. It was hard to see the difference between a solitary moment in a fallout shelter and the corner of a busy street when, regardless of where he found himself, Orson found himself unliked. What the heck? What? How in the world did you end up in a closet? Stop, stop that. Oh, cut it out. Sit. Don't, don't, no, don't lick me. Leave me alone. I can appreciate the fact that you know that I'm the only person in this bunker worth hanging out with, but I don't care about you. Okay, get it? Yeah, the nuclear apocalypse is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Sorry, dog. It's not you. It's me. But I hope we can still be friends. You're good at this. These things aren't hard to understand. You're a track five kid, aren't you? Uh, what makes you think that? These things aren't hard to understand either. Your secret is safe with me. Really? Technically, you work for the EA, right? Work is a generous word. The way I see it, having the brains of an adult doesn't mean you have the mind of one. You don't belong to anyone. Just yourself. I'm looking for an Ellie Kaiser. Damn it, Orson. It'll be okay, Ellie. There's nothing to worry about. The last time someone said that to me, the world blew up. You'll be okay, Ellie. You'll wait here until you're called. Understood? Understood. Ellie? Xander? Oh, it's so good to see you. Are you, are you okay? I'm fine. Any luck with communication stuff? Uh, not really. I'm having deja vu. Feels like a year ago we were waiting to see the principal. No joke. Hey, I just wanted to say, earlier today, when that track one kid was... Look, if he wouldn't have been an ass, then you wouldn't have stepped in and we wouldn't have been suspended. What are you saying? Everything would be different. We'd be in Biltmore Bunker. Who knows what would have happened to us. I do. We'd be under lock and key. Constant surveillance. Hell, we wouldn't have been allowed to blow our nose without supervision. A bunker full of track program students? <laughs> At least we have the chance to control our own fate here. I guess we owe Josh a thanks. You know, I only beat him up because I was mad at my parents. Maybe we should thank them. I, I keep thinking about this morning, and something's bugging me. Ellie Kaiser, let's go.
You can sit down. I prefer to stand, if I can. You can do whatever you want to. I think you might be afraid that's not an option anymore. They told me they found you working in the plant nursery. Sorry, I just wanted to be helpful. Don't be sorry. Helpful is good. And maybe you can help me get a clearer picture here. The nearest track program was Biltmore Academy, five miles outside the borough. I'm interested in knowing how three kids from the program in Biltmore ended up in my bunker. I was suspended for fighting. Why were you fighting? I hate bullies. Ms. Kaiser, understand what I'm about to tell you is not some grim opinion, but a fact of our shared reality. This bunker could be your grave. Do not hold on to hope that tomorrow you get to walk out of here with your life in your hands. Your life belongs to the emergency administration and by proxy, me. The only chance you have for a happy and full life is your allegiance to our shared survival. I don't belong to you. Sorry, Ellie, but you forfeited that when you joined the program. <laughs> joined? There was no sign-up sheet on a bulletin board. I was weeded out from my friends and peers and told I was special. But I'm not. My parents were given a job in the EA. They were given priority registration if they enrolled me. My parents traded me. Special? No. Expendable, if anything. What is the plan, then? Will you and your friends drag your feet as long as possible? Be as useless as possible? I need help. There have to be adults that can help you. I, I just want to be a kid. Please. You don't want to be a kid. You want to be in charge. And I won't allow that. I am in charge. You track students are a liability to my authority. I'll stay out of your way. We both know you're lying. In your perfect world, you're sitting in this seat. <laughs> in my perfect world, my hometown isn't blown up with nukes. Admit it. The moment you and your friends walked into my bunker, you started planning how you could fix the game in your favor. Trust me. That would be a mistake. Very seldom do I make mistakes. Get used to that. It comes with being smarter than everyone else in the room. I'm going to give you a number. It's your civilian designation. You understand? Your number is 125. 125? Is that an attempt your to distance is, me is from autonomy name. and convince me your that I'm no longer my own person your but ships, yours? Your lunch if that's times, the case, Captain, you'll need to pick a number higher than number my IQ. This is my bunker. I will have order. <laughs> You will obey me. You will work with me. Why are you smiling? Because the first victory is always the most important. Escort resident 125 here to her medical examination and inform the doctor that no anesthetic should be used. Yes, ma'am. You're chipping me? They're all the rage down here. Without this chip, you won't have access to food, supplies, work, none Adam of it. says no anesthetics. What? None. Okay, this is surgery. I can't put her through that sort of pain. Those are your orders. It's fine. I don't want any. Of course you want I said I'm fine. I don't want any. 
Do you know the 36 stratagems of Wang Jingze? No. Your captain does. Stratagem three. Kill with a borrowed sword. Use the strength of another by tricking an ally to cause damage to the enemy when you yourself cannot get involved. I'm sorry, dear. This is going to hurt. A lot. <laughs> the people in charge of you? They are cowards. <laughs> Please, please stop. You're hurting her. Whatever she said, she didn't mean it. We both know that's not true, Xander. She doesn't seem like the kind of person to misspeak. I bet you're smart, like her. I'm not. She's smarter than me. I don't believe that for a second. Orson's a stubborn ass, and Ellie, she can't see past herself. But I don't see that in you, Xander. You're not stubborn, and you're not arrogant. You know what's right and wrong, don't you? Of course you do. I bet your parents raised you to respect others. Tell me about your parents. I bet they loved you a lot. I'm sure they did. A smart kid like you? What's not to love? Did you all know? I'm sorry? That an attack was going to happen. Did you know? No. We didn't. <sighs> That's good. I just keep wondering why my parents made me go to school today. If they knew anyway. But no one knew? I don't know what's going on, Xander. And before I can know what's going on, I need to take control of the situation down here. You know about the EA lease on track students, right? I know that I work for you. Then help me. You and your friends can help me down here, and the faster I get a handle on what's going on, the faster I can figure out what happened today. I'm sure you want to find your parents. Yes. The only way that any of us make it out of here alive is together. <sighs> okay. I knew you were a smart kid. Thank you, Xander. Xander Stillman, you're up next. Ellie! Hi. Hey, what did they do to you? God, did it hurt? If you go all natural. Where can I find you when I'm- Mr. Stillman, I'm waiting on you. One second, please. I'll be with a man named Myas. Find us. Ellie. Hmm. Whatever we do down here, we do for each other, right? Yes. It's you and me. And Orson. Oh, how could I forget? Uh, Xander, I'll wait for you, if you want. Go on ahead. Find Orson. I'll catch up with you later. See you then. Hey guys, this is Scott McKinney, and thanks for listening to the third episode of Black Rain. We are a listener-supported podcast and can only make episodes as we have the funds. If you'd like to hear more about how you can support us, head on over to our Patreon or website. You can find both of those in the show notes. Black Rain will now be going in a hiatus until we have reached sufficient funds to make more episodes. We've really enjoyed making these. We're really proud of the show. So if you enjoy it, then please support us.